Thompson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Water Repellent Glow Coat present Silver McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Cliff Arquette, Bud Steffen, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. Silver and Molly join us in a moment. There's something special about the message I have for you tonight. Now, you've heard me talk about the wonderful water-repellent quality in Johnson's Glow Coat. This means better protection for your floors, for water doesn't penetrate that hard glow coat surface. It means less work, less hard scrubbing. It means money-saving, too, because water-repellent glow coat now lasts up to four times longer. But if you haven't tried it, this is the time of all times to do so. Because right now at your dealers, you can get one-third more glow coat at no increase in price. That's one-third more of the new glow coat with its new water-repellent properties at the price you'd usually pay for the regular amount. Get this wonderful self-polishing floor wax now when you can get it at such a bargain. Look for the special giant cans, either pints or quarts, that gives you one-third more at no increase in price. Get glow coats in the giant cans at your dealers tomorrow. In the average man's life, there are two great and soul-satisfying experiences. A, falling in love, and B, going fishing. Mr. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista has been in love for 30 years. But he hasn't been fishing since way last fall. <laughs> and today's the day as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. Opening day, Molly. I can't wait to get out there, kiddo. Dublin's Lake will be jammed with them big mouth bass. Yes. And Big Mouth Fisherman talking about last year's Big Mouth Bass. Yeah. <laughs> you betcha. And I'll be the biggest of the big... Huh? <laughs> you know, one thing about going out there today, McGee, you can't fall in the lake. It'll be completely covered with boats. Oh, I'll find a place. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm Doc Gamble. I've got our usual five-buck bet for who catches the biggest bass. And by George, I'm going to be... Uh, the doctor beat you on that last year, didn't he? Well... Didn't he catch the biggest fish? Yeah, but it was so close it should have been called a tie. My bass weighed six and three quarters, and his just barely weighed seven. Pounds? Ounces. <laughs> they ran a little small last year, but this year it's going to be different. I've studied up, and I'm going to fish scientific. Oh, not going to dynamite the stream this year, huh? <laughs> I never dynamited a stream in my whole life. That ain't sportsmanly like. I know, dearie. Mother was just kidding. But what's so scientific about fishing? Well, you take your properly balanced fly rod and automatic reel... String it with an HCH torpedo taper line, select the lure which approximates the natural fly peculiar to the vicinity, and correlate the general stream conditions with the phase of the moon. Heavenly day. Then you cast an upstream curve with a deft flick of the wrist, float a size 18 hardy royal coachman over the feeding fish, and if you don't get a strike, you look around, and if no other fisherman is watching, you take the scientific fly off the hook and put on a gob of worms. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't 
science wonderful, though? Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Hand me my fly rod, will you, kiddo? This thing here with a fly swatter tied on the end of it that I was trying to get a fly off the ceiling with yesterday? Yeah. Hey, hey, you mustn't use this for that. My gosh, this is a 50 buck head and handmade split bamboo. Well, if it's split, take it back. Huh? For $50, you ought to get oh, one. Oh, no, no, Tootsie, by split bamboo, I mean, hey, where's my reel? Your reel what? My reel, you know, that big kind of spool thing that the, that the, that the fish line winds up onto, you know, the, the fashion's all... Oh, the oh, yes. yes. Uh, let me look in my sewing basket, dear. Mm-hmm. I found a big metal spool yesterday with some nice strong thread on it that was just wonderful for sewing buttons on your raincoat. And yeah, I... You sewing buttons? With my good ten-buck tapered fly line? How could you ever sew? Now, don't get so excited, sweetheart. Huh? My goodness, I only used a few yards of it, and then it got too thick. <laughs> here you are right here, almost as good as new. Yeah. Ain't this a beautiful piece of mechanism, Molly? Listen to her hum. Very pretty. Uh-huh. But sort of complicated just to catch fish with. Oh, it ain't so complicated, kiddo. Very simple, in fact. Easy to take apart and oil and clean. Here, look. You just got to unscrew this little screw here, like this. Oh, uh, don't do it now, McGee. It's almost time oh, for you to... Oh, shucks, it's the same. Just one screw here does the... Whoop! Where did it that's quite a spring. Looks like 40 yards of steel spaghetti. Where's them little cogwheels? Oh, here's one of them. Something went in the fishbowl, oddly enough. Oh, yeah, that's it. I, I... Oh, dear. Come in. Well, hello there, Mr. Oldtimer. Hello, daughter. Hello, Johnny. Hey, get your hand out of that fishbowl. You don't have to catch them that way. The season opens today. Yeah, I know that. My reel come apart and the cogwheel went in the... Ah, here it is. Are you a fisherman, uh, Mr. Oldtimer? Yep, all my family was fishermen, daughter. I mind one time me and Papa were salmon fishing on the Lulacoochee River up at Rappahatchee Falls. The Lulacoochee River? Lulacoochee River, eh? Indian name? Nope, named after a burlesque queen, Johnny. <laughs> Anyways, me and Papa were setting in a boat, and Papa got a little drowsy, so he tied his fishing line to his foot, dropped it in the water, and went to sleep. Well, sir... He was snoring away when all at once the big salmon grabbed his bait. There was a loud noise. No, John, it wasn't like that. It was more of a splash, a holler, and a gurgle. <laughs> well, did he catch the fish? No, the fish caught Papa. There was a trail of bubbles like a seasick torpedo, and I got one last glimpse of Papa headed out to sea. <laughs> My gosh, didn't you ever see him again? No, but we heard about him, Johnny. Yeah? Four years later, the fish hatchery reported a 160-pound salmon had just leapt over Rappahatchee Falls wearing a soggy old khaki hat and a pair of blue jeans with barnacles on them. You mean... Yep. Papa had come back to spawn. <laughs> oh, Billy Mills in the orchestra and Wilhelmina. Thank you. 
doesn't the lake look pretty today, McGee? I'll look at the lake when I get this dad rat reel put back together again. Makes me so darn mad. Me sitting here on the running board working and all these guys going past with their big strings of fish and... Here comes one now. Hello there, lad. That's a nice bunch of fish you have there. Yes, ma'am. What you using for bait, kid? Mice. <laughs> Mice? What do you catch? Catfish. <laughs> Smart alley kid. I can never get this fly reel fixed off. Aren't so... you turning that little screw the wrong way? Nope. Ordinarily, it turns clockwise, but with daylight savings, you got to... <laughs> Now where did it? Now where did it? Now. Hello there, Molly. Hello, McGee. Why aren't you fishing? I'm trouble with my reel, Latrib. As soon as I get this thing assembled again, I'll show these amateur bait wasters what fishing really is. I got a bet with Doc Gamble, you know, five bucks for the biggest fish. Yes, yes, I know. That's an annual wager between you, isn't it? No, just once a year. <laughs> yes, but I'd rather not hear about it. I am against gambling. I'm conducting a campaign against gambling in Whistful Vista. I'm going to drive it out of this city. You'll never do it, Latrev. I'm afraid gambling is human nature, Mr. Mayor. Oh, I'll do it, all right. I'll bet you don't. I'll bet I do. How much? I'll bet you $50 against... (laughs) (laughs) I was referring to professional gambling. Oh, yeah. Trap games, horse parlors, etc. I think that's wonderful, Mr. Mayor. As long as bookmaking is illegal, let's drive it out. You betcha. I felt real sneaky yesterday when I dodged into a certain guy's pool room to get a fin down on Hill Prince and the Kentucky Derby. Hill Prince? Yeah. That was a silly bet, McGee. Huh? Your host is the horse to beat. You really think so, Mr. Mayor? Think so? I put a hundred dollars on it. <laughs> well, I mean, if a sports fan can't get to the track and, uh, uh, in certain circumstances, I feel that <clears throat> what time is it? I've got to be going. Good fishing, McGee. Good day. <laughs> yeah, there's only one trouble with human nature, kiddo. Too many people have got it. <laughs> but if you're, you're going to do any fishing today, McGee, Oh, my gosh, better... yeah, i got to get busy. i got this thing almost together again now. Hey, ain't you fishing, McGee? Huh? <laughs> Oh, hi, Carl. Hey. Hey. Hey, that's a whopping big fish you got there over your shoulder. Looks almost human, Carl. What is it? It's my wife. <laughs> she fell out of the boat. Ruth? This is Mr. and Mrs. McGee, Ruth. Hi. How do you do? I'm sure. I got to get her home and ring her out. See you later, folks. Uh, Bit of how do you do? Everybody fishing but me and old Doc getting a two-hour start on me. I wonder where he is. Maybe Mr. Wilcox knows. Where's Mr. Wilcox? Right here, pal. And why aren't you fishing? I refuse to answer that question, Junior, on the grounds that it might incriminate me of being an idiot. He's having trouble with his fishing reel, Mr. Wilcox. Yeah, have you seen Doc Gamble, Junior? Has he caught anything yet? Have you seen him? I just left him, pal. He caught something that had him all excited. He was yelling and jumping up and down. Heavenly days. What'd he catch? He caught his hook in the seat of his pants. Well, that's one sucker you want to Hey, have you caught anything yet, Junior? No, no, I'm not fishing, pal. As a matter of fact, I don't know much about it. What kind of a line do you use? Oh, I use an actual double-tapered HCH, Junior. What kind of a line is... (laughs) 
What kind of a line have you been using? Why, I use the finest line that money can buy, of course. The S.C. Johnson line of fine waxes and polishes. And specializing at this particular time in the sensational offer of Johnson's water repellent glow coat in the giant size can. Yes, you've already told us about that, Mr. Wilcox. Yeah, and if you ain't fishing, Junior, what are you doing out here at Dugan's Lake? Well, I'm sticking advertising leaflets under the windshield wipers of all these cars, pal. Oh? The leaflet is entitled, What to Tell Your Wife When You Get Home from Fishing and Track Up the Kitchen Floor with Your Muddy Boots. Or, you too can keep your wife smiling and happy because by taking advantage of the great new giant can offer on Johnson's Glow Coat, which is positively water repellent, you now get one-third more of this wonderful protection for the same money. A pint and a third for the price of a pint, a quart and a third for the price of a quart of the finest protection for your floors and linoleum that money can buy. Because Johnson's water repellent glow coat stays on and stays bright longer than ever. Period. That's the title? <laughs> what does the story say? The story says, buy some today. Show your wife that you're a real pal. And speaking of a real pal, what are you doing with that real pal? Well, I'm trying to get it fixed so I can get started fishing. This little screw here that's supposed to hold it together is always coming loose. And... <laughs> that goes again. Yeah, like that, you see. I'll get it fixed. Don't you worry. I'll get it. Hey, I don't know why you should have so much trouble with your tackle, pal. Doc Gamble has a rod and an automatic reel just like yours, and he's really hauling in the fish. Where is the doctor, Mr. Wilcox? Well, uh, look along the shoreline to the west there. I'm looking. Uh, look past the three or four fishermen in the rowboat. Yes. And yes. just past them to the left. You see the big, thick oak tree? Yes. Well, it's not a big, thick oak tree. That's Doc. Come on, Molly. Good luck, pal. Let's get over there. I think I finally got this fly reel put back together now. Come on. I can tie a fly on while we walk along. Fine. Maybe if we... Oh, look at the string of fish that man has. Wow. Hey, bud. How'd you catch all them fish? You dive for them? Nope. Just a bamboo pole and a worm. What made you think I was diving for them? Well, those goggles you're wearing around your neck. Oh, those. Well, I always catch cold when I go fishing, and the doctor told me to always goggle my throat. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to know a good place to fish, Mac? Yeah, yeah, where? Out there in the water. You won't do yourself no good stand back here. <laughs> Fisherman. Yeah, well, I'll show him who's a fisherman. Come on, let's walk up to where Doc Gamble is. Oh, hi, Ollie. Hello, Ollie. Want to walk along with us? Well, sure, Mrs. Hello, McGee. Ted, <laughs> hey, did you see my little kid, little Lars, out here? His teacher calls from school and says Lars plays hooky today. Yeah, what makes you think he's out here? Maybe he went to the movies. Lars, don't sneak out the back way and take my good fishing rod. Mr. to go watch Yumpa Long Cassidy. <laughs> well, now, don't be too hard on the youngster, Ollie. He's a good boy. Say, how's he doing in school? Does he get good marks from his teachers? Well, I don't know about the marks he gets from the teachers, Mrs. But when I catch him with my fly rod, he gets marks from me with a hickory stick. <laughs> you know, there's an old saying. Don't spare the child if he spoils your rod. Am I believe you? Ah, don't be a sorehead, Ollie. My gosh, you were a kid once yourself, weren't you? Well, now that you mention it, McGee, I guess I was at one time. I was just about Ross's age when I played hooky and took my proper fishing pole. <laughs> I caught a big salmon, too. <laughs> now, there you see. I'll bet your father didn't scold you either. No, Papa didn't scold a word, Mrs. 
You took me out of the woodshed, peeled down the bridges, and veiled the tar out of me with my own salmon. Well, we can't talk anymore, Ollie. I happen to know where the biggest bass in this lake is. And if you'll keep quiet, I'll let you watch me catch him. <laughs> That's very generous of you, McGee, but no thanks. I watched you fish last year, and I learned one thing. What's that, Ollie? Anytime I wait for him to catch a fish, I'm just donating my time. <laughs> Show him how fish ought to get caught. Maybe he'd rather fish alone, dearie. What do you mean, alone? We got as much right out on that pier as he has. More. There's two of us. Come on. advice is go jump off the pier. It's going to be too crowded with all three of us out here anyway. Keep your voice down to a roar, Noisy. There's fish in here. Hmm. They're going to stay in there, too, the way you're handling that tackle. <laughs> Look at that sloppy back cast of his, Molly. <laughs> Where'd you learn how to handle a fly? On a garbage dump? Now look, you pesky little friend. Boys, I'll... boys, boys. Well, Stop this dickering. He makes yeah, me tired. Yeah. After all, this is a sport. This is a sport? 
Well, gee, I'm... Good, Doctor, I'm just trying to be helpful, that's all. Sir. Now, here's the proper way to cast. Now, don't you tell me how now, you watch this, boy. You keep the elbow bent and the arm high, see? Start the back cast slow with power at the end of it, then in perfect rhythm, bring it forward, apply extra power at the completion of the cast, and follow through. Like this. I could hit the water with less noise with a sack full of billiard balls. <laughs> Look, the idea, McGee, if you haven't caught up with it, is to catch the fish on a hook, not scare him to death and let him walk ashore. <laughs> Gosh, I ain't even warmed up yet. You've been fishing all day. Don't forget we got a bet on five bucks to the guy that catches the biggest big mouth. Hey, hey, Buck, get out of here. Can't you see we're trying to fish? Be quiet. Look who's telling somebody to be quiet. Porky Pig telling Emily Post about finger bowls. <laughs> Look, you guys, you know you're fishing off a private pier? You could get as much privacy as this in Times Square. What do you mean, it's a private pier, bud? We fish off this condemned lumber pile every year. Quiet, Lippy, huh? quiet. You want us to get kicked off? Uh, I'm very sorry, sir. I'm Dr. George Gamble, and this is Mr. McGee, and this lady is his wife, unfortunately. And well, she... it don't make no difference who you are, mister. You're still trespassing. You can be arrested for this, you know. Did you see the sign? Well, we saw a sign that said fine for trespassing, and we thought it was too, so we just came out. Molly. <laughs> Easy there, Molly. I'll handle this. Money talks, you know, particularly hush money. What you mean? Uh, <clears throat> quiet. Uh, look, brother, after all, this is the first day of the fishing season, so let's be reasonable. Well, uh, what's your idea reasonable, Doc? Oh, say, five dollars? Yeah, yeah, five bucks. Give him ten, Doc. That's five for each of us. You owe it to me anyway when I catch the biggest... Give him your own thing, Chisler. Here you are, mister. Here you are, bud. Well, thanks. That's mighty nice of you, fella. Well, good luck. Uh, just a minute, sir. Uh, can they fish all day for the ten dollars? As far as I'm concerned, lady, they can fish all year. They might pier. I was just passing by. What? Why are you... On with the contest, Patso. All right. You take that side of the pier, and I'll take the shady side, because I burn easy. Now, wait a minute, Gabby. Hey, incidentally, what took you so long to get out here today, anyhow? I'm in trouble with my reel, Doc. It keeps falling apart. Oh, let's see it, McGee. Yeah. We bought these rods and reels the same day at the same place. They're just alike. I don't have any trouble with mine. Here, let me see yours a minute. Here. Yeah. See where your reel has this little this little bolt here that holds mm -hmm. the spring in the reel? Yeah. yeah. Well, his is just like it, only it doesn't hold the spring in. Yeah. I think they put a cuckoo clock spring in by mistake. It jumps out every hour on the hour. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, Doc, both these rods have the same bounce, the same reel, the same... You talk too much. Now, I got work to do. Give me my rod. Okay. Now, get away from me. I think I've located old Muley, the biggest fish in the lake. Old Muley? Where? Over there by that big rock. Oh, swell. Now, stand back, both of you. I'm going to cast. Wait a minute, you little burglar. I located that fish. One side, Doctor. Wow! A strike! One strike! Throw again, no, McGee! No, no, no! Look, look, he's throwing something! Keep your rod up, McGee! Don't give any slack! Now, don't tell me how to land a fish. Watch this! Take it easy now. Goodness, he landed it. Good work, dearie. It's a beauty, too. Uh, ain't that a whopper? Boy, oh boy, oh boy, look at that, will you? He'll weigh a pound if he weighs an ounce. 
And get your five bucks ready, Doc. Pipe down, pipe down. I got a strike. Aren't you have? Yeah. Oh, yes, he has. Oh, boy. Oh, heavenly days. Look at that thing. Looks like a whale, Doc. It's old muley. That's who it is. Get back, McGee. Give me elbow room. Give him clock, Doc. Give him clock. Give him a fork and chance. Be quiet. I'm landing. Boys, isn't this exciting? Oh, I never saw such a big deal. Easy, men, Doc. Easy, men. Don't horse him. I got the net ready. Easy, men. I got him. I got him. Here he comes. Look at him. That's the biggest fish I ever... Oh, what's it? Oh, oh did, you, did you see that? My reel went all to pieces. Is that what you all said, McKean? <laughs> you know something, Doc? Hmm. That was my reel you were using. I must have accidentally gave you back the wrong rod. <laughs> Imagine that. I get, that's too bad, too. That was the biggest fish. Oh, I hey, get away from me. You gave me... Bibber and Molly return in a moment. Remember, now's the time. Your dealer's is the place to get Johnson's self-polishing glow coat in those new giant cans. It's a real spring bargain. One-third more wax. One-third more wonderful water-repellent glow coat at no increase in price. Just a glance at these new special cans with their new special labels will show you what a bargain this is. The difference is marked right on the can. So let your own eyes lead you to a real money-saving investment in floor protection next time you shop. Look for those extra-tall cans in your dealer's glow coat display while this offer lasts. Get Johnston's water-repellent glow coat in the special giant cans at your dealer's tomorrow. Kiddo, drive faster. I got to get home and get out of these wet clothes. You know, I never saw Dr. Gamble in such a temper. Yeah. I was afraid he was going to throw me off the pier, too. Good <laughs> thing <laughs> you didn't. It was you that threw me that lifesaver. What flavor was that? Peppermint. You want another one? Yeah, thanks. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> Makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Water Repellent Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, and Brantford, Canada, bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? You can give your car a Sunday shine quickly and easily if you listen carefully to this announcement. All you need to do is to run over it quickly with Johnson's Car New, the wonderful auto polish that both cleans and polishes in one application. Carnew cleans as you rub it on. Cuts through road film and traffic grime water won't touch. Carnew shines as you wipe it off. Brings back that gleaming finish your car had when new. Yes, just rub it on, wipe it off. That's all you do with Johnson's Carnew. Get Carnew tomorrow at any service station or Johnson's Wax Dealers. Steve Wilson combats crime in Big Town on NBC.